we were talking about the intro song i don't think it's the song as much as it is the goofy dance they do the dance number yeah i was just not into it right away yeah i wasn't either um i i hated it i think i actually yeah i actually think i was not so sure i was gonna watch the second episode because i just didn't get it by the end of episode two i was just like this is awesome i like this show a lot yeah i think it just took a little bit to realize that they know they're a joke Mm -hmm. like even in universe yeah uh, they all they all know they're a joke yeah (laughs) i think that's what works for me it's not that the universe is a joke it's that they're a joke in the universe yeah 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 because there are real superheroes I feel like it was that way in the Suicide Squad, too. But they took themselves seriously. They took themselves seriously, but there was a little bit of self-awareness kind of creeping in, maybe. And then now this is like super like focused on Peacemaker, having like a realization that he's not really a superhero and he's kind of a fraud, but he wants to be a good person. I don't know. He's pretty superhero by the end. Part of me does wish... Uh, that we were able to squeeze in like a like a, a make this a two parter so we could do one through three because I feel do feel the same way but the big transition between I don't know about this and I love this happened between one and three because they released those first three I guess all at the same time oh but did they that see that's I, I why so. I ended up watching all three because me too they yeah. auto start that's right yeah and they're only like what half an hour or something uh I think forty five minutes. Yeah, very, but it's very, like you can you can watch yeah. two in the time it takes to watch a movie. Like you kind of it kind of like blows by you. Yeah, yeah it I just would like to mention again John Cena's hideously deformed arms. <laughs> that like there's strong man arms. There's yeah. like muscles. Yes, and then there's his arms. It's just like a blob of flesh. It feel yes. It doesn't look like a muscle. Now we we establish that neither of us were into wrestling, but. The obvious comparison to me is The Rock. But The Rock is like cut and his arms look like muscles. Exactly. Like The Rock is probably from the same era, I guess. I don't know that world, but like relatively the same era. era, And he is, he's like the cut person in the human race. (laughs) I feel like John Cena had to be after The Rock, right? Isn't The Rock like a hundred? Did we, and did we mention this? probably steroid use that's what makes me think of like he's he's a he's a massive person he's obviously like a very well built he's a professional athlete um and and i know like wrestling's fake but like he you know he's paid to get that big um i mean it's not real wrestling but it's certainly real physical feats exactly i think you need to be really yeah in shape and i i'm sure like steroids play a role in that world because everybody's like a giant I don't know. I could be wrong. I just I've always understood it to be the story that uh, when you use steroids, you get super jacked and it does things to help you get bigger faster. But then if you don't like take care of yourself or something like it all, something happens like it doesn't all just go away. It all becomes like flesh and fat and a blob. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know enough about John Cena. It just feels like he should be more cut because he's so massive. And he doesn't seem... He just looks like a blob. Yeah, like his face doesn't look puffy or... He seems like a... Like he's still working out. He's still working for it, but it's just not cutting it. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, I'm looking at images now. Has he always looked like a blob? Yeah, that would make me feel bad if he did. John, let's say John Cena 
he did he did not he did not always look like a blob he was like super cut um he was cut let's see okay yeah i'm looking no he, he looked like a big human yeah he, he it looks like he never really looked like the rock does now even do you know how he looks who's the actor from the wrestler mickey rourke i feel like mickey rourke had had some blob things going on i could be wrong but i'm not seeing a major discrepancy in like some of his wrestling photos like he doesn't look he doesn't look, look like rocky balboa in Rocky Four, well, no one does, right? Well, I feel like Dwayne Johnson kind of does a little bit. Like he gets, he's he's getting pretty close. Like John Cena is pretty far away. He's huge, and I'm sure he's extremely like healthy and in shape. But like, it might just be his genetic, his genetics. Uh, like it might not have been a steroid issue. Maybe it's his peacemaker outfit. <laughs> that was made for Dave Batista. That's not fair. Uh, so <laughs> I, I think by the time they got to uh, wardrobe. Yeah, it was it was made for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he put on John Batista's pants. But I'm not, I just wasn't getting the appeal. And I don't know. He just he just won my won my heart over in uh, in Peacemaker. Yeah. Well, I think he's a different character in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's he's. um He's the more two-dimensional version. Like they do go way. He's definitely yeah. He's still. In. He's. I mean, it's the same character, but he experiences right. a big shift mm-hmm. when he, which I love. Yeah, murders Captain America. Oh right, yeah. And I, they reference that more than I thought they would. Yeah, they flash back to that a ton because that was like yeah. a, a forming experience. Yeah, like it was a source of guilt. It was a source of like a, a, a motivator to question his identity and what he'd been working for. And, yeah. Rick Flags, yes. right? Is that his yeah. name? Yeah. Right. Not Captain America. Which I loved that version of Rick Flag, and I love that actor, and <clears throat> I'm sad to see him go, but it was a pretty gnarly way to go out. I mean, um, nobody's really gone. That's true. In the comic book universe, even in the real world now, they're bringing back actors. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Actors. <laughs> I think I see a picture of John Cena from when he was like 10. He looks a little more human. <laughs> well, before we get into any of the nitty gritty with the from like episode to episode. um, Or I, I assume like I didn't really. This, is, this I, is really just a podcast where we look at John Cena images <laughs> on. Well, a couple things I want to say before we start getting getting into like the story of the Peacemaker show and other details show made me want to go back and watch the suicide squad. Cause now it's like, I'm a little more, I feel more connected to the universe. The DC universe is whether you love or hate Zack Snyder, or you think that James Gunn is a jerk idiot, or if you love all that stuff or all those people, the DC universe is just kind of a mess. Like we, no one really knows what's up now. There's like alternative universes. That's cool. I like it. But like, is there like, you know, the Justice League shows up at the end of this show and there's obviously an established canon here and it's but it's still confusing. Like the movie, the Suicide Squad movie, it was called The Suicide Squad and was a very di- it was a direct spinoff of Suicide Squad. Like. But it wasn't Suicide Squad, too, and it wasn't some I don't know it, if it, it's very confusing to me. However, I appreciate that through all of it um viola davis is present as amanda waller yeah 
sort of connecting the universes, even though they're sort of like, it's a little confusing. You're like, oh no, we're still here. We're still in the same like Zack Snyder, David Ayer universe. It's just evolved and changed and gone in a different direction, but it's still the same characters. We still have all that history. A whole new world. (laughs) I love the titles. The titles also harken back a little to the, like the section markers from the suicide squad, which I believe you did not like, but it was sort of like cheeky, uh, layer to it that it kind of kept you, it, it kind of held on to you in that way. I feel like a lot of series are making silly titles like this. Oh, that's because of Rick and Morty. Oh yeah. I watch a lot of Rick and Morty. Yeah, no. So he wrote every episode. James Gunn wrote every episode. He directed all of them. Well, he directed five of them, five of the eight. What did you think of this, of it as a whole and the end, especially? I thought it was a pretty fun ride the whole way. Me too. Um, at first, I mean, the first and second episode, you get, you just got to watch them. Like it, it's really setting up who Peacemaker is. You don't get a good sense in the Suicide Squad. Right. Of like really who Peacemaker is outside of a little bit of a clown. Right. Um, and obviously they, like a talented, uh, hired killer. Yeah. He can like, shoot, shoot guns. Yeah. And blow darts. And, and and every weapon known to man. No, that's true. That the first couple episodes, you just kind of got to get through and let yourself kind of fall in love with it. Um, and then it's kind of it rewards you for that by giving you more, like more emotional depth, more comedy. Like you see Peacemaker, and it, they kind of play it off as a joke at some points. But like they show him like breaking down in his house you know, or his trailer. You know, like oh yeah. But you also see him do things like wear his dumb helmet into a restaurant and order food that yeah that was one of the few moments in yeah Yeah. when he did that i was like all right i can get into this me too i felt the same way i was like i like this and because every other character there was like what are you wearing you said that earlier like everything's so self-aware of like what like they're not gonna let it slide like why would you do that (laughs) like (laughs) what, what do you do what is this um I don't know. I thought so that dynamic gets established pretty early. They're like a misfit gang of people hired by a man, not hired, but, but like tasked. It's, I believe it's directly related to task force X, right? Um, I feel like Adebayo said something about that at the end when she made her press statement. Well, yeah, but they thought they were fired off a task task force X. Uh, right. Yeah. But they were still in, they're still in communication. Yeah, because if you remember in The Suicide Squad, stupid title, they go against Amanda Waller's orders and like are decent human beings or whatever. Oh, so right, they get right. demoted down to, I mean, maybe it's the same task force, but like they, they're the, the E team and they're getting stuck with Peacemaker. <laughs> right. They're still working for Argus. They're just... Uh, yeah, they're just kind of like stuck doing the shit work, but they really just continue to develop all the characters. You said this the other day, like you didn't expect, um, vigilante to play such a crazy, like such a big role. Yeah. So vigilante is just like his, one his of the butt. kids from his hometown. Yes. Yeah. Who is a psychopath. Yes. And you like never, he is clinically unable to feel. Yeah, he's just yeah, he's a sociopath. Yeah, he, he's a sociopath uh, murderer who thinks that 
Peacemaker is the coolest thing ever and just wanted to be like him. So it became him essentially. Right. And and you never, at least I felt this way. You never really know whether to take him seriously. I mean, he's funny and I like the character and I like the role he plays in the group. You never know. What, is he like an, is he competent? Is he an idiot? Is why is he there? Well, they, they show pretty soon that he's very competent. To me, it feels like it's few and far between. But every time you really see him in action, you're like, my God, this guy's a force <laughs> to be reckoned with. Just like it's just child's play to him. Just like flinging knives, fighting with a sword, like expert marksman. Like, where's this guy in the rest of like the DC lore? It's, it's pretty crazy, um, yeah, especially yeah. in that final fight. Um, but I, d- I did feel originally that Peacemaker wasn't that formidable. Uh, he seems to get thrown around a lot in the beginning. That's right. Was the first? Was that the first or the second episode when he hooks up with that girl at the bar, and it turns out she's a psycho alien person? I think it's the second episode. And he just get yeah. He just kind of gets tossed around like a rag doll. Yeah, um, and and I was thinking, well, where where is this? Like, I, I expected him to be the kind of person that could, you know, pick up a, a pot lid or something and throw it and cut her head off. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah. he's really not. <laughs> but he, I mean, he kind of demonstrates some skills like that. Extraordinary amount of strength at some points. But yeah, he does get laid out more than you think he will. Yeah, more than um, Deadshot would, <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, or uh, you mean um, Bloodsport. Yeah, Bloodsport. Yeah, they're the same thing. Uh, <laughs> that would have been funny if Will Smith did show up in the Suicide Squad. And it was just three people who were trained to kill from a young age. (laughs) (laughs) They do that to sort of show that he's not just like an invulnerable person. Like he can get beat up. He can feel pain. He can get put on the wrong side of a a boxing match. Yeah. I felt like they were just really, this is just a guy wearing a dumb helmet. Yeah. (laughs) If I can like swing back to vigilante real quick. He was so cool because you really, when you, when you see him in action, I don't know. It, it felt it felt pretty cohesive. He's both things. He's a formidable assassin-like vigilante person. Could probably land a couple of punches on Batman. And he's also a really big dork. He's an idiot. Yeah, and he's kind of <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's kind of just like a yeah. It's and I think it's so that dynamic is so funny to me. Just like the fact that he is kind of just like a a lovable goofball who doesn't really know what's going on, but is also like ready to throw down. And it's just, again, all those fights, it's just child's play to him. Well, and there's also like, he's kind of a scary character because you never know mm-hmm. if he'll just like kill you. Right. Like, he says a number of times, Oh, let's just kill them. Like he is a sociopath. That's interesting. Cause that plays off an interesting dynamic of peacemaker. Cause that's peacemakers. MO is like, um, what was his tagline? He said it a couple times in the movie, but he says like, I don't, uh, I love peace with all my heart. I don't ha- care how many men, women and children I have to kill to get it. Yeah. And it's like this great ironic tagline. Um, he's kind of like that, but peacemakers changing, but vigilantes sticking with peacemaker. So like peacemaker also in a way becomes somewhat, I don't want to say responsible for, but like connected to, to vigilante in a way that may at some point, you know, establish some sort of moral imperative there. Cause like vigilante is just kind of sticking with his friend. Otherwise he'd just be like chopping 
uh, pickpockets heads off and stuff in an alleyway. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like, but he's, well, just I think he, he, he said something like that. He said, you know, what's wrong with you, man? Before we killed somebody, by, like that wasn't evil. And we were like, ah, well, well, we'll yeah, right. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he could care less. I mean, that dude is a villain. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so he fits really well in this sort of like quasi suicide squad universe. Yeah. They should stick a bomb in his head. <laughs> I want to run through some of the other characters though. Cause I mean like the, the story is we could probably summarize it pretty quick, even though it's a full eight episodes, it's peacemaker and the X task force X team hunting down butterflies, which are alien butterflies that are sentient and are taking over, can take over human bodies in a gruesome way, in a very gruesome way. And they, we're doing this passively at first just to survive and now, but then they eventually started and this will, we can talk about this later uh, cause it'll play, play a bigger role in the end uh, of the story. Um, they start uh, strategically taking over uh, like politicians and such in order because they, what did, um, what is the character? Like the one important um, butterfly. He was a senator or something. No, it was the one. Um, yeah, he was a senator. And then he went into the detective. Goff. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah Goff. Um, and it, it was like with a noble intention. Like they were like, look, it sucks, but we we fleed our planet because we destroyed it. And we see you guys doing the same thing. And yeah, so maybe we, and I don't so know we, about that. Well, that's what he said, right? Yeah. Well, that's what he said. But that doesn't make it the truth. Oh, uh, I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess, <laughs> I guess we, I mean, I don't know. I would have, I, it's my inclination to take his word for it. Why would he say it? To and keep not, peacemaker from killing the cow. Well, he was just, he was about to kill peacemaker because he was way too strong for him. No, yeah. he needed him to fix the teleporter. Oh, uh, that's right. You're right. You're right. I I took it to I took it to be sincere. I think he was I think he was uh, telling the truth. I don't necess- I don't agree with his. I don't think what he was doing was right. But I I think that they were being sincere. I mean, maybe you just can't. I, don't I know. well I I took it to be sincere because I and we can talk about this in, in depth either now or later. I think it's a I think it is a comment a commentary on how a lot of people feel in our current climate. I'm not a political person per se. That, that's just a way for of me to say I'm um, irresponsible, uh, but <laughs> I took that to be a direct correlation with like vaccine mandates. Cause she said a lot of very specific things about like, if you just step aside and let the science speak for itself, you'll understand that we're doing the right thing and that we're doing it for you. I could be wrong. That's just what I took from it. So I took her to be genuine in her intentions and in her and wanting to do the right thing. But I just think that that is me. I don't know. Help me out here. Don't let me don't leave me in the dead air. What do you think? Do you think do you think that's off base? I think it's more ambiguous on whether. Well, for the purposes, I'm sure that Mm -hmm. they would prefer we didn't destroy the world that they could live on. I think it could be just as likely that they want to take over the world and. Is there is that just your is that just your what your intuition is saying or do you feel like there is another plot line that's being missed? 
I mean, I could, I could believe that golf is these humans are okay, but he had the little special moment in the jar with Peacemaker. That's right. But yeah. that that cop guy, the one, the the butterfly that takes over the oh, sadistic her. cop. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean that one seemed to enjoy killing humans. So yeah, that's yeah. You're right. You're right. I, I don't know. I just think in it could general, go either way. yes, yeah, it could go either way for sure. I think that it was beneficial at that moment for golf to tell Peacemaker, we're doing this for you. But that's yes. what every like dictator and alien says. They're always mm. like, you guys are screwing it up, so we need to come take over. Yeah. I guess okay. that's true. Yeah. That's what Loki yeah. says. Yeah. Well, that's what I think that's what, vi- well, I like that about like, I like a complex villain. You know, I don't like me bad kill you you know like it's like they think they're doing the right thing yeah i mean i also believe that they probably destroyed their own planet so yeah probably yeah they need ours so Mm -hmm. yeah 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 could it could have been a a ploy to get peacemaker to calm down um but um well i I guess that kind of sums up the, the 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 story though like these things fleed from their their planet they're just trying to survive they have this big thing that makes food for them because they can't eat earth food and um the government may or may not know things about them and they just want them gone it gets kind of complicated but it the the, the complications never really go anywhere yeah um, i guess I, i'm also suspicious because Mern never mentions anything about like yeah they're trying to help us Right. Yeah. Well, and he's. he's I mean, they, they say he disagreed. That's right. And like he, golf and, says he Mern disagreed with our methods, but that's not what Mern said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, and he also signed up to be part of the task force that took him out. Oh, well, that's what you just said. Sorry that you said you were saying like he, right. dis- he disagreed. <clears throat> so he was out. He was out for justice as well. Well, golf said he disagreed with their methods. But Mern just said they're trying to take over the world. Right. So, right. Right. So maybe there's, and now that's, I don't know if you ever, if you ever talk to people who can get a little heated in that, like political arena, people take that stuff pretty severely. And it's all, it's never like, a, oh, I feel, you know, if they were a little bit more informed, it's like, no, they're fucking evil. Uh, <laughs> I, I, and so like, I, I, I like, I like that it's, uh, to your point, I like that it's a little ambiguous. There's a little bit of direct reference to some of the things that people are saying right now, but it's also like, oh, like it's more complex than that. Like they killed their planet. They're here now. They might as well take over. I kind of spoke to the illusions, the, the parallels that I was seeing there. And what I really loved about the ending when so yeah, obviously they get there. You think Peacemaker is going to accept this and help. And I was actually getting a little bit nervous. I was like, come on. Is this really what the movie's about? Or really what the show's about? He turns uh, Adebayo into the, <laughs> to the to- human torpedo um, and, yeah. <laughs> and kills the cow, <laughs> um, this, which is so gross, which is so, so funny. Then kills the vehicle, that the human that Goff was piloting. Yeah, intentionally um, leaving Goff alive. Yes, exactly. I love that. I, that's a very important detail, I think. He's not the ruthless killer anymore. Although now he's just going to starve to death. Right, right. Because he's, yep. The, <laughs> oof, yeah. They, they, weren't they like manufacturing it 
Uh, they're like mass producing it at some point. Well, I think that there's like thousands of jars out there. They'll be okay. But there's no more new milk. Oof, yeah. This is a yeah finite timeline for the butterflies now. How long does a butterfly live? That's I don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> so there, there's that side of the equation, and Eagly's going to eat golf. Yeah, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Or accidentally step on him. The first episode of season two, Peacemaker just comes in, and half of golf is in Eagly's mouth. Yes, uh, you know what? Let me. Bef- I'll stop my hot take for a second. Eagly is kind of awesome. And there's no, there's no, like, he's not even adding anything really, (laughs) but it's great. (laughs) Like he will. And and when I say he's not adding anything, I mean, I mean, he's not adding anything to the story or he's not, if you took him away, nothing would change except it would be less awesome. I think he makes Peacemaker more of a child. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He adds to Peacemaker's um, character. Yeah. And personality. Um, he's just overwhelmingly in love with this eagle. Yeah, and it's just like it's so absurd, and, and it's you're like, what an idiot! But he's also he really does have this weird special connection with this eagle who gives him hugs. It's so bizarre, and I think it's so funny and so cool. Um, again, it's not a plot device by any means. Eagle does nothing to help anyone, um, but he's just awesome. He's just an eagle that travels around with Peacemaker because he's like. Um, I guess it's like a symbol of like him being a patriot and a symbol of peace and all that. I felt like there was a little bit of a statement there when I, what my inclination was to say, is this like a, is this a commentary on things that are happening right now with, you know, the pandemic, COVID vaccines, people trying to mandate things here, there, everywhere, whatever. Um, and I'm like, oh, well, no, he's saying, screw that. We're not doing that. That's not what we think. And then when he has the conversation uh, with Adebayo, um, it becomes apparent that it had nothing to do with his opinion on that, of their, of their idea of helping the human race. He's, he's like, I did it for my friends. We would have died. Or you guys would have died. Or it was just like, it, it was a really tender moment, I think, for Peacemaker to come fully around to like, he wasn't this like, sort of blinded by principle sociopath like vigilante still is but he's not (laughs) he's he's evolved past this and he's he's found people to connect with and love and i think that's pretty that was that was a cool beat for me yeah i mean i think it was an easy decision for him i i think everything's just kind of simple for for peacemaker right but he's like i don't know i don't don't do it for my friends Right, but but rewind the timeline. Oh, I don't know how long this, how many days this took place over, but rewind the timeline a few weeks. He would have, he probably would have listened, or at least made the decision based on some sort of sense of freedom and liberty. As the as the peacemaker, he would have been the peacemaker from the Suicide Squad, uh, not this like more connected person. I guess I can't get a sense of what there is. I will admit there's a lot of ambiguity in all of these things in what? Yeah, I I can only judge his character from, from the suicide squad or even then it seems like he had some doubts. Like immediately he felt bad about Rick flag. Yes. Um, That's true. 
No, I, you're I, right. He, he kind of always just seems. And now that we have his origin story, hmm. where you know he feels bad about killing his, his brother by his accident brother, or yeah. whatever. But I, I don't know. I just think he's always been a little bit more conflicted. Yeah, and he's always just taken the simple. You guys tell me who to kill. Mm, you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely. Uh, I'm glad you said that because he's right. trusted whoever told him. I I'm speaking incorrectly. I should add. I'm speaking with the perception of like the two dimensional version of the character we were handed at the beginning of the Suicide Squad. Um, I think you're right. I think now that we see him more thoroughly, and we see the consequences of what happened with him and his brother. And how he's very like emotionally damaged and lives alone in a trailer and cries to himself um, or does face exercises <laughs> as, yeah. as was the running gag. Um, yeah, that was that. And I'm glad you said that because that actually uh, that to me that I wasn't I wasn't including that in, in what I was saying. And I think that that added an, added an element of depth to this show that I think was really um, surprising. Yeah, um, I, I think he always thinks he's the hero. And of course, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I think now he's just questioning the people who are pointing him yes, in directions. I, I think he's always seen himself as the hero. Um, I'm not. I don't mean to. I don't want to backpedal entirely on what I was saying because, like, I, I, he's always seen himself as the hero. But I think his perspective is is being broadened, uh, and he's seeing he's seeing the the picture, or he's seeing. He's observing the world in a more healthy way. Um, yeah, and and there is that I, there is a bit of what you said actually cleared a lot of things up, but there's also is some, still some ambiguity on like where is this going to take him? Where, what's what's the deal with him and Harcourt? I didn't really, I wasn't really picking up on any like sexual tension between them. I I I was picking up on him being like a. Uh, a kind of like a frat boy type of <laughs> type of presence to her. Like he's, he, there was a couple times where he's trying to get with her and she's like, yeah, get out of my face, idiot. Like, and it kind of stopped after that. But when they held hands at the end, was that him? Was that them acknowledging each other as friends? I think so. But I think also yeah. that that tension built a little bit as the, maybe a little. Yeah. Yeah. Like there would be moments where like they'd show hardcore, like, They'd zoom yeah. into her and she'd be like, eh, he's not so bad. And, and you know, there's a lot of moments like, and I think James Gunn's really great with this. Um, there's a lot of moments like that, even with, uh, with dye beard. Uh, yeah. Um, what, what do they call him? A, 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 I'm looking at the character list now. Economos. Yeah. That's his last name. Um, they, they really let him have a couple of really fun moments when peacemaker is putting on like eighties glam rock and no, everyone's like, what an idiot, but like economist really likes it and they connect on that and they're not like mortal enemies from then, then on. I mean, yeah. right away they're, they're buds. <laughs> yeah. And I, there's like, there's like this growth there. I, I thought that was really cool. Um, I feel like it was intended for Adebayo to have the most, development uh, on the team aside from peacemaker and i really liked her story uh like she was in a marriage but fell on financial hard times and uh is amanda waller's daughter that's huge um but um 
there were to me it felt like too much yeah i i i just didn't care yeah like mostly her story was like i don't know i just wasn't interesting to me at all all of that those complexities got thrown onto her i feel like i'm missing the point she's the daughter of amanda waller that's a huge character beat yeah she's got marriage troubles and that's the human element that's a good character beat she uh this is her first time in this arena that's that's a major that provides a lot of like context to how she feels going through all this yeah except it's not the first time she's full of crap yes that and and you find that out in the last episode yes there is no way that she has not shot somebody before and been and been a trained killer I want to talk about that because that's, that's actually where I was going because yeah. I couldn't, I didn't understand. I thought, is this her accepting that she is the daughter of Amanda Waller, ruthless Argus head of Argus uh, created the suicide squad. Like it's in her blood to be this like force to be reckoned with, or was it all just a ruse and she's like a trained killer and amazing. Well, I think it, I mean, it's got to be beyond just her blood. Like she is a trained killer. Yeah. I mean, she went, she went John wick. Yeah. yeah. She, those skills that she showed was like, just like, um, peacemaker and blood sport or whoever. Yeah. Trained from a young age to use every weapon, whatever. Exactly. Right. Because yeah. she was, she was insane. Yeah. It was <laughs> awesome. Was, it was so cool. Was but like I was backhanding bullets in the people's face. The, yes. It was very John wick. And I thought that was so, she, it was so awesome. Like, I was like, whoa. But I was so thrown off. I also feel like I, I don't make movies. I don't make shows. I don't know what I'm talking about. Full disclaimer. I feel like there is a, I feel like they could have been edited a little bit better in just that small point uh, where um, Economos says, um, what makes you think you can do this? Great. I, th- I thought that line was pretty forced. It felt very forced. I thought it was great. It felt like really good writing and really bad capturing of that somehow. Maybe I thought. I thought it. I thought it was the words themselves. I don't I, think Economos would say that. But yeah. Yeah. No. You could be right. I could. I could jump on that. Uh, jump on board with that. It just. It felt like they didn't trim off enough in the beginning of that little scene <laughs> i don't know it felt very out off kilter to me and maybe you're right maybe it's just that it didn't seem like that was it felt like it should have come from uh like maybe it should have come from vigilante or um I guess, who else would it come from i guess hardcore would say that yeah but she was she was on the forefront she was on the yeah, front but she was she was like dead yeah 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 and that's well, why I, yeah that's why it motivated her to go out there um i think that at the very end, the very, the last episode when goes out there and John wicks the whole field, I think you realize yeah. why she was so friendly to Peacemaker. Because yes. she was also trained as a child oh, I to like be a that. deadly killer, except she walked away. But I she like knows that. she knows how screwed up Peacemaker is. So she was the mm. only one that was like friendly to him. I see. So it's it's yeah, because she played the not she played naivety throughout the whole show but she's and not then, she's obviously I a trained killer like seeing her seeing seeing out of bio stand up and say i was born for this shit and then john wick the whole field 
that rules. But I was, I just, I felt like I was going down. Uh, I was like going down a sliding board. That was awesome. Like a water slide. But like, I got a rough start. <laughs> like yeah. I had to like, I had to let it catch up a little bit. Um, you I, fell now, off your inner tube right away. I'm now kind of want to know what's up with her. I want to know where she's going to go. Well, I think Maybe, we're going to find out in the and, next season. Yes. And I, which I can't wait for. And I'm excited Maybe um, with that perspective in mind, what you had just explained, maybe like that's one of the reasons there is tension between her and her wife. And like maybe there's this like Kia knows about this part of of Adebayo. I think she doesn't know anything about that part. Okay. All right. So you I think, think that's, that's where, the where the tension is. Coming. I think it's because her her wife can absolutely not understand at all why. Mm. Um, why she feels like she needs to do this or well not even just feel like even she's the one that's like what makes you think you could do that like i don't i think that she completely walked away from that training and part of her life started a new life and then if i had to guess i'd say that waller destroyed her other business (laughs) and tricked her and made her last resort come work for argus there we go. There uh, because, we go. You know, she's the biggest jerk in the world. There's that hot take I'm looking for. Um, that that if I had to guess, that's exactly what happened. Uh, that dude, that's awesome. That makes me. That makes a lot of sense uh, to me. And it also, it, I don't know how they would have done this, but I almost wish that she would have been the one to say, "What makes you think you can do this?" Oh, her wife. Mm-hmm. But maybe. Maybe that stepped on the toes of some of the story that they're going to go into for the next one. Yeah, I think I think maybe they would have if she was around more. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I liked it. I really liked it. I liked it too. I'll, I'll miss it for a little while. When we reviewed the Suicide Squad, we both had. I feel like we both had mixed feelings about it, and we've both said a couple times, uh, like off mic and on mic that I it kind of like seeing this and liking it so much I kind of want to go back and watch the Suicide Squad and just see how I feel about it now that I have a little bit of a more broader view of that world that James Gunn is thanks for listening we are so happy to finally get a conversation about Peacemaker to you guys if you can't tell we both really love this show and speaking of shows we love We're excited to bring you Moon Knight Part 2 next week. We usually post an episode every other week, but this show has been so good and has been so much fun to talk about, we couldn't wait. So if you had a good time listening, be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review. And if you just want some more information about our podcast, you can visit us at cinema44podcast.com or at cinema44podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks again. Godspeed and take care.